Welcome to Real Estate Agent Superstars. I'm your host, RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending, and we have got an awesome young realtor on the show today. He's only been in the business since 2020 and is already knocking it out of the park. We have George Becerra of AZ Realty, um, and I really appreciate him taking the time to be on the show. He's especially busy this summer because of all the things he's doing to be successful. So welcome to the show, George. Appreciate you being on. Thanks, RJ. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So tell tell us a little bit more about yourself. So you have only been in the business since 2020. So you got it involved right when COVID hit. What got you into real estate and what was that like starting in 2020? Yeah, it was a little bit of a funky time, right? 2020, right around January of 2020 is when I started. Um, you know, at the, la the later half of 2019, it was always a thought of transitioning from a nine to five, right? It was, it was great. It paid the bills. Um, you know, it got me it got me the work experience. Um, you know, it was my first job out of college, corporate America, working at Nationwide Insurance. Um, and it was great. I was always on the farm and it seems that I didn't do anything other than just work from literally 8 a.m. to 4 or 5 p.m. Um, you know, and, and one of the things, I have an athletic background. Um, I played D1 soccer at University of Massachusetts. Uh, so for me, it was always you know, kind of think big or what can I really push myself in? And that nine to five wasn't really doing it for me. Uh, and I had some ties in real estate where my family, family friends have all did real, did real estate up in Fort Collins. Um, so it was something that I saw them, you know, succeed, um, you know, looked up to them. And sure enough, you know, it was one of those things where after really having conversations with them, uh, it really seemed to hit everything that I was looking for in terms of you know, the, the, the financial piece is great, uh, but also the flexibility and the freedom that can come with real estate. Um, January, 2020, it seemed like everything was great. And then, you know, two, three months later, the world shut down. Um, so it was one of those where it was like, oh my goodness, did I, did I make the right decision? What's going to happen? I think in hindsight, it was probably the best thing that could have happened for me. Um, you know, it was really, all right, I'm up against the wall. This is going to have to work, um, you know, and how to figure it out, um, you know, and it was sink or swim. And sure enough, um, you know, figured it out, haven't looked back since. And I'm very grateful for for COVID, which kind of sounds a little weird to say, uh, well, we've seen kind of what has happened. Um, but yeah, I think the world shutting down and really having my back up against the wall uh, really, really helped uh, maybe where I am today. Man, I can always only imagine what that must have been like. I mean, you're just kind of getting your feet wet and starting to learn the business and then COVID hit. How did you adapt so quickly? What what the kinds of things? Yeah, I mean, pretty crazy, right? It was, hey, you know, here's a new agent, not really knowing much, but you can't actually meet people in person or can't show homes in person. Uh, so it was like, all right, awesome. How can we sell homes without, uh, without being in person? Um, how did I adapt? I mean, it was really trying everything um you know at first it was a lot of cold calling which i knew there wasn't really the way to do it um but at least it was just uh, do something you know figure that piece out figure out what i don't like that really is what i took out of my first year of real estate I, when i got into it i gave myself three years right again being somewhat fresh out of college i had a lot of friends that went the grad school route they went to grad school uh, for whatever they wanted to be, you know, grad school, two, three years, typically. Um, so I, 
myself that little, hey, you know, two or three years, this is your grad school years. You're going to you're going to learn as much as you can, not really focused on how many transactions are happening or how many, you know, how much money I'm making. Um, you know, I'm, I at that point was a single dude, you know, only had to really take care of my rent didn't even have a car payment or a phone payment or any of that sort. So it was really just my expenses were small. Um, really just being a sponge. Um, you know, having people in the office, asking them questions, really just being a student of the game. Again, you know, me being an athletic, you know, having that athletic background, um, that's one thing that I really loved about, you know, about playing sports was just being obsessed with learning and how I can always just get better every single day. Uh, and that transition, you know, COVID really forced me to speed that up, right? Where maybe... 2020 have COVID not happened might look a little different because I would have had the time to really absorb all that information. Um, but it was really just learning from everybody. Everybody was, you know, dealing with COVID. It was new to everybody. Um, so just kind of really, really being a sponge, really leaning on the mentors that I had and the people in the office that I was surrounded with, seeing what's working for them. Um, and then just really being creative about it. Interesting. So who, who were your early mentors and what did you learn? Yeah, I learned quite a bit. Um, you know, I learned the, one of my mentors that I really look up to the most, he's actually an agent in Austin, Texas. Um, give him a little plug on this. He's true residential, Mark Stroop, um, really good agent out there. And he may not even know that he's a mentor of mine. Uh, but you know, it was really just always looking up to him, right? Looking up to see what they're doing how they're building their business, how they're maintaining their relationships. Um, and it was really just having that conversation. He told me three things um, and he really kind of broke it down. Very simple. Grind, grit, and gratitude. Um, you know, you have to have the grinds. Some will say yes. Some will say no. You just got to keep moving on and keep moving forward. Can't take it personal, even though, you know, this business, when we do get rejected or, you know, another person goes with another realtor, very easy for us to get down on ourselves, but you got to stay true to the grind. Uh, you have to have the grit, um, you know, which is something that I think very early on in 2020, something that I that I had, still have to this day, uh, but definitely showed, all right, this business, you got to be gritty. You have to be always kind of thinking one step ahead of your competition. You always have to be outperforming them, uh, really doing the best that you can for your clients. And then having gratitude, uh, you know, it, being in real estate has given me a whole new perspective on being grateful for not only things, you know, in day-to-day -day life, uh, but really grateful for the relationships that I have. Um, you know, it, it really truly means the world when someone puts your name out there and says, hey, you know, before you talk to anybody, you need to talk to George to, to help you with your real estate transaction or your real estate goal. Uh, and being really, truly grateful for that, um, you know, has has changed my business for the better. Uh, so grind, grit, and gratitude to break it down into three words. Um, that really is something that, uh, that my mentors taught me there. Nice. Nice. So how did the first six months or, or year look? Did you hit it out of the park right off the bat or what, what could it uh, yeah, you know, first six months was, I had one transaction in my first six months. Um, and when I first joined real estate, I was part of a team, um, you know, and it, it I wanted to be around 
other realtors, right? That's just something that I knew right from the get-go that I, that I felt I had to do. Again, sports background, it was always team-oriented. So independent agent where I am now was always the goal. But again, you know, trying to just absorb as much as I can those first three years, uh, being around a being around a team really helped me. Um, so what really helped was just hearing those conversations and kind of what they're doing. In the first six months, I mean, it was one deal uh, that wasn't even a deal that I personally generated. It was a deal that our team lead, um, you know, when that's another value point that I found from a team very early on is sometimes the team leaders are a little too busy to deal deal with their with their business that's coming in, um, and you know, he gave me that uh, that lead, if you will, uh, and that really helped me at least have something in the bank. Uh, right. One transaction. Great. Uh, and then from there, I took a course uh, called Ninja Selling, um, which really, you know, something I'm in Denver, Fort Collins is kind of the mecca of Ninja Selling. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar or have heard, but it's something that really after that really changed my business. The latter, you know, the, the next six months um, closed nine deals um, just by using those principles. Um, so it was really just time on tasks, hanging in there, having the grit and the grind um, to get through, you know, the first six months. Um, and it's funny enough, I gave myself six months when I first joined. It was, okay, I'm going to have one deal for six months, which really taught me mindset is also really big. Um, you know, what we focus on expands. Um, and I think it, all, it was a little bit of a fault of mine of thinking, okay, one deal in six months. Sure enough, that's what happened, uh, you know, and then really having the affirmations in terms of, okay, what we focus on really expands and just having that, uh, having that mindset moving forward, having a look back. How did um, your sports background parallel with uh, your real estate journey? Because I can see a lot of, you know, that, that grit, that grind, the mindset, these kinds of things. How much of that translated from your sports background? I don't even say it was everything. Um, you know, it, it from from the grind and the grit for sure. Uh, you know, really being a student of the game. Um, you know, in this game being real estate. Um, you know, really being a student. It's a competitive field as well. Um, you know, so what? It's funny whenever I would tell people that real estate was my next step in my career. Um, I'm 95 to 99% of people were, well, it's really competitive. Um, and I was like, well, exactly. You know, that's, that's what I love about it. That's the good thing is competitive, right? There's only a few are really great. I think they say, you know, 80, 20% of the realtors are doing 80% of the business. Uh, and that was something that I didn't shy away from. Um, you know, if anything, it encouraged me and motivated me to be that, you know, that 20% and even more so being top 1%, right? That's still a goal to this day. Um, so it really, you know, I, I think it really helps. You know, I, I see other realtors don't have that athletic background that have only the real estate, you know, kind of competitive edge. Um, but I feel that, you know, if if, uh, if they came from an athletic background, it's teed up for you in real estate, right? You have the mindset, you have the grid, you have that grind already built in you from just years of sports, um, where you won't shy away from competition. If anything, you embrace it. And I think that's what you need from a realtor, especially starting off. Nice, nice. So so the big uh, kind of 
moment for you, it sounds like, that really helped things take off was the Ninja course. What were the top couple of things that you took away from that that really helped uh, jumpstart things? You know, and it's it's funny, you know, there, there's a this is the business where there's a bunch of different ways to do it. Um, you know, I've seen realtors succeed with online leads. You know, I've seen realtors succeed with for sale by owners and expireds and just call, cold calling leads, you know, in the morning for two, three hours. Um, you know, so I've seen it all. And not, not to say that my way is the way, uh, but I found a way that works for me. Um, you know, I, I always say I, I'm an extroverted introvert, right? I, you know, I could be extroverted at times. And then there's definitely times where, you know, my introvert side comes out. Uh, the Ninja course, what it really helped me realize was that this business can be as simple as being a good person. Uh, you know, really, truly just valuing the relationship and the side effect of, you know, having a good quality relationship is going to be business, um, right? So, you know, what what I really focus on is how can I add value as a person to their life? Um, you know, whether it be hearing, you know, we're taught a lot of real estate to hear for pain and pleasure, um, you know, from a sales, from a sales tactic. Um, well, there's pain and pleasure in everyone's lives without being salesy as well, if we really pay attention. And that's one thing that Ninja really taught me was to listen to your people. Um, you know, listen to your people, listen to the pain and pleasure. At the end of the day, what is going to drive real estate is going to be change. Uh, there's a life change that's going to happen that's going to make them make a move. Um, the more proactive that we can be on listening to those changes, um, the better that we're going to be, the more value that they're going to see when they do give us that call. Um, so in essence, I mean, being a good person, right? Which sounds so simple, right? Well, it's just, just be nice. I don't think that's only does it right. There needs to be, again, that grit that comes with be nice. Um, but to put it simple, you know, it's forward conversations, family, friends, occupation, recreation, and or dreams. Um, you know, how's the family? How's the friends? What are you guys doing for fun? How's work and business going? Um, you know, it, if you had a magic wand and you guys could live anywhere in the world, where would you guys live? Or, you know, if you could take a vacation, uh, where would you go? You know, really kind of just engaging in those conversations. And main goal is one, cultivating the relationship, making it stronger. Uh, and two, you're listening for change in the in those in those conversations, right? One example, uh, family, right? Very easy one. I think it's probably a more common one where Let's say it's a family of two, right? A husband and wife. How's it going? Well, we're just, you know, we, we have a kid or we have a kid on the way. Um, but with a one bedroom, one bath condo, they may not be thinking real estate right now. Um, but what Ninja taught me, it said it's our job to think about their real estate six months to 12 months before they even are thinking about doing it, right? So how's the family? You know, we just, we have a newborn that's going to be coming in nine months. Awesome. How can we add value in those next nine months? to really help them show, to show them that, you know, you guys might need more space, right? It might be, it might make sense to move, to upgrade. And here's how you can do it without having to really be too, super salesy, right? And that's, that's one thing that I think Ninja taught me is to really just, just really just be a friend, you know, really be a helping hand. And when it does come time to be real estate, be a professional. Um, you know, we need to be a master at our craft we can't just being a good friend isn't going to get them to the finish line. You have to be a real estate professional as well and know exactly what they need 
uh, and even more so if it's a first-time home buyer or a first-time home seller. Um, so that, along with being a good person, um, you know, I think has really helped me have quality relationships, which in essence turns into business. Um, you know, and, and ultimately the main reason why I got into real estate. Yeah, I think that's such an important point. That board acronym just really getting to know people listening to them. I, I think that if people get too hung up on being a salesperson, quote unquote, it's can be detrimental actually because people pick up on that. People people want to get be listened to. They want to have people that understand their concerns, listen to their questions. They get get to know them, and I think that's a great uh, takeaway from that. Uh, yeah, so um, you know, so you started approaching the business in that way, and then fast forward to now, and how has your business transformed over that time? Where are you now? With yeah, you know, I would, I would, I would say I'm still growing. Um, you know, I'm nowhere, I'm not complacent. You know, I, I, I am one where, um, I really strive uh, in an uncomfortable environment. I've gotten very comfortable being uncomfortable, and I think that's also one thing. Back to the athletic background, um, that that really helps, right? We were, we would always train, um, you know, in in scenarios for soccer, we would always train being down one zero with 10 minutes left or being down two one, you know, so we were always, it was, how do we handle adversity, um, you know, during practice and, you know, when it comes time to play the game, it's not the first time that we're, that we're overcoming that adversity. Right. And I think that translates very well to where I am today is, you know, yes, there's, there's business. Yes. You know, there's, I, I definitely have hit my goals in terms of what I saw for myself three years ago. Uh, but now it's a whole new three years, right? It's a whole new goal. It's a whole new mindset. It's a whole new shift where, all right, you know, you, you've done this, no longer can it go underneath this. Now this is the new bar, right? So um, how it's helped, I mean, I think it's helped me really just keep striving to do more, be more, be better for my clients, my relationships, um, you know, my significant other, it, it really has helped me in just life itself. Um, you know, I think one thing that I've learned, uh, by being a realtor is that the quality, quality of our life is, and can really fall back on the quality of our relationships. Um, you know, and having great relationships, whether it leads to business or not is definitely fulfilling for me. You know, when I'm on my deathbed, looking back, uh, I'm going to be very happy that I really, really poured into my relationships on the people that I knew, uh, you know, instead of strangers, right? Rather than strangers and trying to sell myself to those strangers is really just, I want to be remembered as a really good friend, a really good person, you know, leaving my circle a little bit better than how I found it. Um, and that's something that, you know, I'm going to keep working on and keep doing, um, you know, and I I have this this thought where you know, it's going to compound, right? It's at some point it's going to turn over and it's going to be really, really beneficial. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just not, not stopping those fourth conversations and interacting with as many people as I can, um, you know, and, and really being intentional about it. Yeah. And it's so on point because, you know, it's like the old adage of, you know, um, doing something you love and it's like, you're never working. Yeah, it's a thing. 
you know, there's no one that's on their deathbed and they're thinking to themselves, man, I wish I would have called more cold internet leagues. Right. Right. You know, something like that. There, you know, you think back about uh, your relationships, just like you said, and uh, to, to have that be a cornerstone in your business, I think is so key. That's, that's really cool. Um, so what, what are your goals? I mean, where do you hope to take this thing? What do you, what do you picture five years or 10 years out? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, right now, so I, I just recently transitioned from, uh, Keller Williams, where I was part of a team for the last three years, uh, to AZ real estate here in Denver, uh, where now I'm an independent agent. Um, so that was, you know, three years ago, had you asked me that question, this was, this was where I wanted to be. You know, I wanted to take, again, that grad school years, absorb as much as I can, and then transition it into, you know, building the business the way that I want to, right? So I would say the last three years, although if you, you know, Google or looks like I had three years of experience, I would really say I had one year of experience three times, right? And, and that's one thing where my next five years, my goal is to actually have that true you know, I look back and say, no, I have five years of experience, right? And mainly because I've cultivated these relationships. Um, so where I see myself in five years is still still with 8Z. Um, you know, I, I, it's a great company where it's employee-owned. We have an opportunity to be partner in the company to have, you know, some benefits in terms of 401k, a little bit of a salary, which helps with that 401k. Uh, and getting, you know, kind of benefits for, you know, health, dental, and those things. Um, but that would be my goal is being, so it takes six years to become a partner. Um, so in five years, it, it, it just, it won't be possible, but at least being on track to become partner on year six. Um, you know, it, it, one thing that I really, really, really hang my hat on as well is, it is important for me to clear lose, you know, as many deals as possible, but it, for me, it's, it's really important on how I close them, right. Or how business is coming. Um, you know, I, I really want to lean into having business come in through referrals. Um, you know, that's one thing that I really want to see in five years where my referral business, um, has just taken off. Um, you know, and that again comes with, a, you know, that, 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 a lot of gratitude that would, that would be had there. Um, on just clients referring me, right? So, so that's the, the that's the 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 big answer, I guess, for five years is just still being you know a master of my craft, perfecting it, getting one percent better every single day, uh, and really leaning into these ninja systems that ultimately, you know, have been proven to to work. Um, so I'm very excited to see kind of what year five would look like. Um, but it's just keep on keeping on, right? Just doing it, doing exactly what I'm doing now. Um, but just having it compound. Cool. Cool. So something I noticed about your business is you have a ton of Google reviews and those must have been separate from Keller Williams, I'm guessing, because you wouldn't have six, yep, over 60 Google reviews as of right now. How in the world did you give so many reviews and how is that you know, it, it, it's hard to see the one-for-one -one ratio in, you know, how, you know, whether business came in through a Google review or not, um, you know, but it, it definitely helps, you know, and we were talking about it before we got on the the podcast here where it's everyone Googles everybody, right? I mean, it, I, it is the biggest search engine in the world, right? We, we If we're going to go to a restaurant, 
even if I know the restaurant, I'm still probably Googling to see what dish should I order, right? Or are people liking the beef stroganoff or are they liking the strip steak more, uh, right? So I, you know, I think it would be very naive to think that real estate wouldn't work the same way. Um, you know, be, having an online presence um, is only going to help. Uh, and having a resume um, is going to help as well, right? We in real estate, we're we're interviewing for a job every time we're in front of a, a new a new seller and or a new buyer, uh, and having those testimonials um, should support that, right? Should should support what we're saying. One thing that I feel is very important in the industry is showing is better than telling. Uh, I can tell someone until I'm blue in the face that hey. I'm the best realtor in the rails. You're not going to work with anybody better uh, from start to finish. You're going to have the best experience possible. Um, me saying it is a little different than having, you know, multiple clients giving me that testimonial, that, you know, that, that reputation there. Um, so it matters, it matters who says it um, and, you know, showing the Google reviews and the presence that I have online um, helps, helps support kind of what I, what I am saying. Um, and, and it's funny, you know, I, I, I highlight my testimonials on social media. Um, you know, I would, I would, one thing that I really, you know, hang my hat on is being, I call them friends, uh, friend clients, right. Friend and clients, friends, um, is having a lot of these clients that turn into friends, um, that they're very excited to give that review, uh, mainly just because I've built a social media presence on highlighting those reviews. And, you know, really kind of shouting them out for giving me the review where people are excited to give the reviews. Now it's come to the point where if I have those friends, if you will, um, they're happy to give it, right? And it's more now they're doing it as opposed to me asking. Uh, and again, very grateful, very, very, very grateful for that. Um, but to answer the question very short, it helps. I mean, it definitely helps having that resume uh, for other clients to really kind of look back and do their research on what other people are saying. Now, I was actually going to ask if you have asked people through the years for the reviews or if they just do it naturally. A little bit of both. It's a little, it's a mixture. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely, I don't like to ask it at the closing table or on the closing day. I think, you know, and again, there's a bunch of different, you know, studies or, hey, you should definitely ask for it at the closing day. You know, either or, um, you know, for me, closing dates about that, right? And and how dare I ask them to give me a review their special day, uh, right? So, you know, I close on our home and I, I audited our process a lot. Um, and yeah, you know, had I, had I been asked for a review on that day, um, it would have, it would have, I would have given it, but it would have just, it would have taken away from the excitement. So I always, you know, I'm one where the closing day is not the last time that I'll speak with them. If anything, that's the beginning of the relationship. Uh, for me, you know, I, I'll reach out a week later, check in, um, you know, and then, you know, kind of kindly ask for the review, um, you know, but what I have seen and what my goal is if I give a plus service, you know, a plus plus service, they're happy to give it. Right. So, so my goal is always to not ask for it, but just blow them away with service that I'm happy to give. Right. I think of it from a hotel experience, right? 
if I'm walking into the Ritz Carlton or a, a you know one of those hotels that are five star hotels, the Broadmoor Hotel, if you will, I mean, there there's a there's such energy and such kind of experience and that that those uh, that those clients customers feel that I'm sure they don't have to ask for their reviews so often or even the referrals for that matter, right? It's it's kind of built into that system is hey. We're going to give you a five-star experience. You're going to love it so much that you're going to feel so compelled to tell everybody, um, you know, and that's really the mindset and the goal that I take with every client, every transaction is how can I, how can I blow them away on what we're doing from our process from A to B to where they're asking to give a review because it was such a great experience for them. Nice, nice. And, and part of why I wanted to bring this up is it's impressive course that you have over 60 reviews already but the fact also that you've done it on google i've seen you have a little bit of yelp going on um and that's so key that from so it seems like from the beginning you were branding yourself as opposed to the company so that then you know as you went from keller williams to 8z those reviews followed you you, you are the brand so when people are searching for you they're going to find those reviews instead of all the reviews going away if you when you left Keller Williams. And the same thing goes with AZ. You might be with them forever, but if you leave them and have 260 in five years, those reviews will go wherever you go. So uh, I I think it's uh, commendable that you've done that. It's really impressive. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it is very important. And that's one thing that I did recognize very early on, right? Again, being a sponge and seeing what's working and what's not working um, and it is right. I mean, it, it is your brand. We, as much as 8Z is the brokerage and not, nothing but love for 8Z. I mean, I'm drinking all the Kool-Aid there. Uh, nothing but good things to say. But, but you know, it, it's an 8Z will say, right? I mean, they can't succeed without us agents, uh, right? And vice versa. Uh, but more so, right? We're the ones that are that are bringing them to 8Z. Uh, so it behooves us to have that recognition um, that is well-deserved, but I also feel that it's well-earned, right? I mean, it, it has to be us. Um, and then, you know, kind of the company comes second, uh, in that sense. Right. Um, yeah, that, that's one thing that I'm very grateful that my mentor, Mark Struve, a super residential taught me very early on. Uh, he said, if you do anything, just collect Google reviews or have a Google presence. Um, especially, you know, we have a lot of relocation clients here that we work with in Denver. Uh, you know, people moving in, how do we feel those people, how, how are those people looking for their realtors, right? They can be lead, but they also, I bet my hat that they're, they're going to be a lead shirt, sure, but they're also probably looking at Google. Um, you know, so that's what you know, I think separates you from the competition as well, uh, is having that presence being tied to your specific name, your brand, if you will. It's all the way. It's not hard to set up a Google account, right? Just, just actually that. You know, I, you know, Alex, so actually I, I must have done mine in the wrong way or something because they have to mail you a card and when they mail you the card, you know, that, the whole, Hey, it didn't get sent. And it took, so it did take a little bit of legwork. Um, I think that was user error though. I think it's, yeah, I think it should be pretty easy to set up a Google, uh, a Google account or a Google business page. There's the whole thing too, with having to take a picture of the office and these things. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I'm yeah. Through it myself, it can be a little bit of a hassle but the actual establishment of the online page to begin with is easy and then once google verifies it then you're off yep yep then you're off running 
And it's nice because you can see how many people are interacting uh, with, you know, with your website, what specific links are working. Um, you know, if you're running ads, how that's performing. So it, it really is, um, you know, a little more helpful than I would say Zillow reviews, right? Mainly because Zillow, you're not able to see how many people are clicking onto your account or your profile. Um, so I think learning about the engagement is also very big, right? How many people are visiting your website? What you need to do differently to get into those search engines? Absolutely. Well, you're doing some awesome things, George, and just really appreciate you being on and sharing about your journey. And I mean, I can't wait to see what happens with your business in the next five or 10 years. You're definitely uh, top notch already. I think you're doing the right things and just really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, RJ. I really appreciate you uh, being very persistent on making this happen. Um, so thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And if you're listening to this and found value in this, please consider giving us a five-star review or sharing it with your friends that are in the business so they can learn as well. And once again, my name is RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending, and I appreciate all of you guys taking the time to listen to the show today.